Welcome to Change Your World. This is a seven week series we're doing here at Westside and we are so proud of you for jumping into a growth group. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be amazing. We know that your life is about to be changed. Mm -hmm. uh, we also know that God is gonna use your life to change your world. And it's, it's an exciting journey to be on. I wanted to start out and let you know I'm here with my main mentor, uh, Pastor Ken Wooten, <laughs> and my father-in-law, who has been literally my coach, my cheerleader, um, and my my kind of father figure mentor for decades in my life. And it's just been an exciting journey. And I gotta tell you a little story because something happened in my life um, a long time ago. It was about 25 years ago. And uh, sometimes I realize that I haven't even shared this fully with you. Um, and you know, there's those moments where God gets a hold of your heart and he does something. He tells you something, he shares something with you. Yeah. He's He's speaking hope into your yes, life, yes, right? Yes. Because you know and I know that we were meant for something special. You felt that in your bones ever yes. since you were little, you know, since those first moments where you were really mm. aware of the world. You were yes. aware of the fact that you were alive, yeah. you know, three, four, five years old. Yes. You, you knew that your life was supposed to mean something. Yeah. And we've all had those moments that threatened to kind of take us off course mm -hmm. or where we might even have spent a year or 10 years where you feel like you're off course, but we want to call you back in this series yes, yes. to this hope of purpose and intentionality that God created you with such a purpose. Well, there was a moment in my life. It was the summer of 1997. Mm. I think it was July. And it happened actually right here in this space where we're at. We're in the West Side Community Church lobby. If you haven't been here, uh, welcome. You're here now. Yeah. I was here. It was the summer after I graduated from college. I had married Pastor Ken's daughter, Melissa, two years before that. And we were just celebrating our two-year wedding anniversary. Yes. And we were out of college and we were on the way to Chicago. Remember yes. that? Yes. And uh, we were gonna go uh, overseas. And so we were training for uh, what we felt like God was calling us to, which was a round the world mission. Hmm. And in the, in the meantime, we stopped here uh, at this church to do somewhat of an internship for the summer. Yes. And Pastor Ken was letting me baptize people and teach a class hmm. for people who had just come to faith and you know, just get involved in the church. And one of the things he showed me, he said, I want you to see our new lobby because they had just expanded it. This room that you're seeing right now had just been done. This is 25 years ago. Yes. And it was so fresh that there was still construction scraps yes. around. Um, there was sheetrock piled up on the wall. There was, you know, like dust and piles of debris around a couple yeah. piles in here. Yes. And something called out to me, leaning up against this wall right over here, I saw a broom and a dustpan. And I don't know what it was that happened, but I felt like I should go start cleaning up. So he's explaining what it was gonna, how it was gonna get finished and why they did it and all this stuff. And I'm, and I'm sitting here going like, man, I'm only here for a short time this summer, but I'm feeling so connected to this. I grabbed the broom and the dustpan. And as I swept that first yeah. batch of debris into the dustpan, something clicked with me. Hmm. I did not know what it was, but I felt like I wanna be in this place. I think there's something here for me. I don't know what it is. I couldn't have ever described it at that moment, but I felt a couple of things. I felt like God was speaking to me, yeah. that there was some purpose for my life. I felt like I wanted to be around this man, and I felt like the ministry of this church had something to do with my future. Hmm. And that was what I call my dustpan moment. <laughs> and I'll bet you have one too. Yes. I'll bet you if you start looking back at your life and your mm -hmm. past, 
God has spoken to you in those moments of yes. connection, of usefulness to his kingdom, of more than just clocking in and clocking out, yes, you know, yes. of more than just putting a little bit of money in the mm -hmm. bank, of more than just waking up to the alarm clock and going through your day mm -hmm. and then going to bed. There's a reason why you're here. Mm -hmm. And I want you this week to spend some time thinking about your dustpan moment, but I want to ask Pastor Ken if he'd share a little bit with you about hope. You know, I, I, you think more about hope the older you get in life. Mm. You think more about hope. And, and I wrote down a definition that I found that I thought was really good on, on about hope. It says, hope is the belief that your future can be brighter than your past mm. and that you actually have a role to play in making it better. Wow. See, and, and that's hope. I mean, when I go to bed, I know that I will be with Jesus someday. And I have that hope. I know that tomorrow he's going to have me in his hands, he, in his arms. He's going to love me. I know that the Holy Spirit is going to, that hope is what. So I thought of two things about hope. You know, we live in such a negative world today. I mean, turn on the news, watch it. Oh, my land. <laughs> the politics and everything is negativism. And uh, so we have negative and we have positive. I decided years and years and years ago, maybe 60 years ago, that I'm going to live on the positive side yeah. of life. But I got, I got to think about hope. Hope, without hope, you're negative. Yeah. With hope, you're positive. And then you take that hope and you begin to build it. And you get deeper and deeper into that hope. And it produces such a joy. Now this series that's coming up is going to change your life. Yeah. And it's going to change the world. And I really believe, and by the way, it's not the world, it's your world. Yeah, that's right. It's right where you are. And God's in the business of changing your world, in your family, at work, wherever you are. God says, I want to change. Let me share with in the first chapter of this book you're going to be reading. This is, this is really good. Here's some things you're going to read. First of all, hope fuels, fuels urgency. Mm. It's really good. And then urgency starts within. Now, it's going to share all the things that you need to get this. Urgency feeds desire. See? Isn't that good? And then urgency inspires courage. Hmm. And urgency calls for action. Oh, you got to read that first chapter. It's good on hope. And that's why this book is going to be so good for you mm -hmm. to read through it. I want you to, I want you to, and you know, you only get as much out of this as you put into That's it. That's right. If you put it in, it'll come out. And you're going to come out grounded better in faith and in hope and all things when you read the book and go to the classes. So I was thinking about this living power. I found a couple of verses I thought really good. Really. Psalms 119, 74 says, May all who fear you find in me a cause for joy. Hmm. Now watch this. He said, for I have put my hope in your word. Hmm. See, that's where we want to go to these next seven weeks. 
is take you to the Word of God so your hope will be solid mm -hmm. and deep. And I mean, you'll come out in seven weeks a grounded Christian. That's what God wants for you. Mm -hmm. You have the great joy of the Lord. Here's the next verse I found. I thought this was a good verse, uh, 114. It's, I mean, 100, uh, verse 14 says, You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. Wow. I learned a long time ago, the more time I spend in the word, the more hope I have. Hmm. Also, the more positive I am. See, here's the last verse I'll share with you. Psalms 130, verse 50, verse 5 says, I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on Him. I have put my hope in His work. These next seven weeks can be a blessing to you. Oh, you get, sure, it's a little work. Yeah. You have to go out of your way. That's okay. That Anything that's worth anything, you have to go an extra mile. That's true. <laughs> and you'll go the extra mile. And if you'll be faithful, read this uh, along with us and go to your classes and watch God begin to ground you and watch your hope expand mm -hmm. and expand, expand. And you'll be so happy. Oh, may God bless you. And be sure and get your book. And you're going to enjoy this series. Oh, I could listen to that stuff all day long. I know you could too, but it's time for you to go to work with your group yes, yes. and do some discussion. I want to give you a couple of encouragements. Yes. One, get there every time you can. Mm -hmm. Don't don't miss this. This yeah. is going to be so good. Secondly, there's some resources for you. The book is a resource yes. for you. Uh, we've got a memory verse pad that I hope you already got. We've got yeah. the sticker pack I hope you got. we got yeah. the bracelet that's coming your way. And we want to make sure that you've got this whole kit because the thing is, is we're going on a journey together. Yes. And we believe not only is God going to change our own hearts, He's going to help us to see individually what's yes. our individual role in changing our world to be not just blessed, but yes. to be a blessing. Yes. And then what is our church's role mm -hmm. in changing yeah. the world? Yeah. It's going to be an exciting time. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. We hope you have a great time with your group.